Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. We're back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friends. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land since 2016, you've lent me your ears whenever you felt like tapping in with your girl, and I really appreciate that. So on today's episode, on this beautiful Friday, I was actually inspired by something I saw from an account called Trust Unc, formerly known as Viva Woodlife. It's so funny because as much as I crack your uncle jokes, <laughs> his, his new name is Trust Unc. So I wanted to share something with y'all that he posted. And it's, it's in line with what I've been talking about when it comes to having the conversation and making informed choices with the personal power that we have. But before we get to that, I also want to do a disclaimer. Y'all know I don't like any of the divisive man versus woman, gender wars type of content. And I want to be clear that this post is not it. I do invite you, however, to listen to what Unk is saying and then um, to my own commentary on it. And then let it digest before making a decision, okay? So with that being said, Wood Gatlin, also known as Trust Unk, said the following. Everyone wants to be a kept woman until it's time to be a kept woman. You have to be mindful of who's doing the keeping and the personal cost to you for being kept. Yes, there is a cost. Niece, carefully read and negotiate the T's and C's, terms and conditions, before signing on the dotted line. Want what you want and be prepared and accountable for what you get. Trust Unc. The caption says, Unc wants you making informed, healthy decisions. Just because you and him may want the same thing and to go to the same places doesn't mean you will be in alignment on the details and the cost of the journey. Don't let happy feelings rush you into an uninformed decision. Trust Unc. He also said that you can text Wood Law at 281-502-2238. He's also Trust Unc on all social media. So... I saw this post and I said, wow, this is definitely worth speaking on, on today's podcast because I've always said there's a front end cost or a back end cost on everything that we think we want. And whatever you can't see in the front, definitely going to be on the back. And I know that a lot of the stuff that we see online is about relationships and providers and having a quote unquote softer life. Um, even though I know there's some some ties to um, X work, <laughs> as they call it to that. So I don't know if people know that about those ties or not. Either way it goes, the, the general sentiment is that folks want to live a life where they don't have to struggle while in partnership. And for some, that could look like being a kept woman. But being a kept woman is also very subjective. So in the terms of this conversation, I'm going to define a kept woman as a woman who was financially taken care of. So that being said, sometimes we look at women who appear to be kept. And when I say we, I'm never above my own advice. But ironically, I'm a person who has walked away <laughs> from the concept of being a quote-unquote kept woman in terms of a woman who is financially um, taken care of. And the reason why I walked away from that particular lifestyle is because of this very thing right here. And I'm not going to get more into the details about who and blah, blah, blah. what I will say is after some conversations about what partnership would look like, there were some terms and conditions, as Unc said, that I was not into. 
And one thing I can respect is that there are some out there who are very upfront and can own who they are. Good, bad, light, shadow, whatever, indifferent. They know exactly who they are. They know exactly how they operate. They are very sure on if they want to change on that or not. And they could articulate that properly to you. Shout out to those. That's one thing I can respect. Because one thing I like about men like that is that those men are very honest with themselves, which reflects in how they deal with others. They don't lie. They don't act like they want one thing and then they switch up. They don't come into you unsure. No, they know exactly who they are. And again, whether it's good, bad, ugly, indifferent, agreeable, disagreeable, they know who they are and they present that accordingly. So sometimes you will look at something and the prospect looks real sexy. I get to wear designer clothes. I get to be in the hottest spaces. I get to be treated a certain way because I am this person's woman or or wife or girlfriend, fiance, whatever, or child's mother. I can be this person, but the cost is it could be at the cost of your health. And I'm not saying all the time. I'm just giving some examples. If a person is sexually promiscuous and they, and, and again, this could look like, you know, having different partners. Like, hey, I, you know, they're going to be with you, but they're going to be with other people. That's promiscuity to me. This honest, and I can respect honesty, but if they're saying that they want to be with you for the main and they want to mess around with a bunch of sides, that's promiscuity. And as we know, condos don't protect against everything. So that's a risk that you have to look at before jumping in. But because the dopamine rush of all of the things that you want and the money and, and all these different things that you might not have had access to before, you might rush head in, not thinking with your actual brain. Run that back if you need to. Hit the little 15 second rewind for that. Sometimes you might get so excited about the excitement of a lifestyle you might not be accustomed to, or you might be trying to get back into if you've been there before, that you might be willing to compromise on something you know you really don't want to. Or you might not even want to have the conversation because you know deep down that there might be something disagreeable that might force you to walk away. Because if we know about forcing, quote unquote, things to walk away, it's because we know deep down it doesn't feel right and we would be lying to ourselves if we continue on with it. That's what I mean when I say force. Because, you know, ignorance is bliss until you're woke. <laughs> and sometimes it's easier for some to be ignorant to the reality of what it is they're dealing with. So they'd rather just not have the conversation at all. But like Unk is saying in this post, and like I am also saying to you as the homegirl who loves you and wants to see you win, I really want you to be very clear on what you're accepting before you jump into something that might hurt you down the line based on your emotions. It's okay to take your time. It's okay to sit with what is being presented to you. It is okay to most importantly communicate. But even better than that, it's okay to know what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept and then make an action based on that. You don't know how many people I've talked to that have invested decades of their life only because they were chasing a lifestyle. They knew their man was cheating. They knew their man had outside kids on them. They knew their man was successful, respected, all that. But they didn't want to leave because that lifestyle was so addicting. And the thing about the terms and conditions is they knew they were signing. And this is with every woman I've spoken to about this. Every woman that has signed up for the lifestyle and put up with stuff they really wouldn't have put up with if it was a regular nine to five hundred thousand a year or less making man they knew deep down that they wasn't 
they wasn't with all of that. <laughs> they wasn't with the foolery. That but they didn't think that they would come across a man like that again, so they stayed. And as somebody who has turned down, and I'm not even flexing, and I'm not saying nothing about these women either, because I'm pretty sure because they were in those rooms, they could probably find men like that if they wanted to. But from my personal experience now, as somebody who has turned down a lot of those men, I mean, I just don't, I don't know. I don't have a scarcity mindset like that. I just don't. And not to mention men with money and men with respect and men with power and men with accolades, that's easier to come by than a man who has done his healing it is never mind how many awards you had never mind how many millions you've made how many millions you've sold it doesn't matter to me what matters to me is where do you stand in your healing and how do you feel about things that really matter when the lights and the cameras and the fans and whatever it is whatever it is that matters with that that you know that don't, I don't care about that. I care about who you are at home. I care about how you are with your family. I care about how you are with yourself. Those are the things that matter most to me. And whether you make it sixty thousand or six hundred thousand or sixty million, it doesn't matter to me. It matters to me how you handle yourself. Anybody can go make a dollar. All you got to do is go to work. All you got to do is hustle, network properly, and invest in yourself in terms of your time and energy, and you can make a bag. I'm more concerned about the healing bad because that's harder. The reason why it's harder to me, in my personal opinion, is because it is much easier to say laser focus on a goal that has nothing to do with your spiritual walk or has to do with your um, your trauma. Than it is to actually go sit in your trauma, go open up the scabs that haven't healed yet, go diving into the wound itself, process the wound, figure out how you're going to live your life as a person that has processed the wound and then go through the stages of grief. And accept that this is what has happened to you or this is what your life has been. And now how do we get better and how do we be healthy and happy beyond that? That to me is more difficult than making a bag. So that is why as crazy as it's going to sound, money doesn't impress me. It doesn't. Lifestyle does not impress me. It's cute. It's fun. But those are not rooms I've never been in before. And those are rooms I can get in. Outside of a man that I'm dating or a man that want to date me. And not to mention those rooms are not something that defines my life. I'm still that girl regardless. So if you're a woman that's in this situation, I'm telling you, remember that you're that girl regardless in that at the end of the day, money does not define a better life. Everything has a cost. If you are willing to choose a life that might come with some things that you're not with, you might need to pause real quick. It's very easy to get caught up in trinkets, gifts, lavish things, fly experiences. It's fun. It's exciting. And for some of y'all, it might be new or unknown. But at the same time, you have to be very clear on what you are willing to tolerate when it comes to the treatment of yourself by that person that's giving you all those things. If they're treating you wonderful, let that man love you, sis. I'm here for it. Let him love you. It's a chick, same thing. <laughs> let her love you. Let her love you, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, let, let whoever is doing that for you love you, provided they treat you with respect, honor, love, dignity, kindness, the basics. If it's coming at the cost of public embarrassment, if it's coming at the cost of your health, if it's coming at the cost of your feelings, your safety, you might want to sit still for a minute and pray for some guidance. 
because that's a cost that ain't no money or no Birkin or no Louboutin pairs or nothing is going to pay that cost that you're giving. There's no equivalent for pride. There's no equivalent for self-esteem and there's no equivalent for self-respect and there damn sure ain't no equivalent for safety. So please be very careful and going back to my situations. <laughs> These are situations in which you go on a couple of dates, nothing physical has happened. You start kind of getting the alignment conversation. You know, what are you looking for? You know, this that, and the other, you know, what are you ultimately trying to do? in life in general what does that look like for you and then partnership usually comes up usually in my conversations that's how it comes up so what's it like with partnership oh i'm looking for you know a woman who can do this who do this who do this the best thing i did here though was when <laughs> a man said you know what you make your own money i'll take care of things i do expect the house to be straight in terms of you know making sure you don't bring no drama to the house you want to do your business you can do your business whatever it is you know whatever that's cool the only reason why i did not move forward with that man was because he had some baby mama drama that I could not put up with respectfully respectfully had he had a good co-parent situation going on child boo anyway <laughs> but I'm just saying like when you have an abundance mindset good men are not hard to find when you have that mindset because you're a good person that's how I look at it for me I'm not telling you to think like me at all I'm just saying I've always had a High sense of self. I've always had a high, high self-esteem. And I always felt like I am the flyest. One of the flyest, if not the flyest. I, said I am the flyest. I'm just trying to keep it cute for y'all. But that's without putting dirt on other people. But because I feel like I'm the flyest, I deserve the flyest. And I'm going to accept nothing less than the flyest. And I won't compromise my flyness to be with somebody that thinks they're fly. So that's how I looked at it. And that's what's kept my integrity from being compromised as I've moved on through adulthood, you know? So again, not perfect, of course, not perfect, but just solid. Okay. Nobody says be perfect, but being solid is a non-negotiable for me and for whoever it is that's around me, whether it's romantic or not. So I just wanted to give y'all a quick, well, this is about 15 minutes, but I just wanted to give y'all a quick pep up on that. Yeah. Valentine's Day is coming up. It's about to get hot outside. I mean, spring is around the corner. You about to see all the fly uncles out there. <laughs> All the fly men out there that's really just trying to, you know, see what's going on for a long time or a good time. Just know that your terms or conditions are understood and that they are mutually agreed upon and that you do not compromise your self-esteem or respect and safety in the process. Okay. And if you have compromised yourself, it's time for you to make some moves. Get you some soul searching and some guidance in first, but you know, a move is going to have to be made at some point, especially if there's not changed behavior. So with that being said, I'll catch y'all tomorrow. Don't forget to click the first link in my show notes for my podcast survey. I would love to get to know more about y'all. And yeah, till tomorrow. This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And remember, boo friends, trust the journey, trust yourself. And whatever you do, do it with love, okay? Love y'all. Peace.